0: He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died.
1: Hey, welcome back to Screen Crush. I'm Ryan Airy, and I actually can't wait to tell you guys about Madam Web. First of all, I would like to issue a very public, heartfelt apology to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I feel like over the past couple years, I've been a bit harsh on my beloved MCU, criticizing like Thor Love and Thunder, Secret Invasion, the Marvels. But then, along came Madam Web. This movie is a reminder about what life was like before studios cared about us geeks. This is a product of laziness, greed, and a fundamental misunderstanding of what makes comics great. Everything the MCU is, Madam Web is not. But I gotta tell you that at times, this movie is so bad, so inept, that it actually starts to become fun to watch. Now, I am not saying go buy a ticket, do not give these people your money. But eventually, hey, if it's ever on TNT and you're flipping through the channels watch it for a good laugh. You honestly will not be able to believe how bad this movie is. And I gotta say, I'm usually very nice about these things. I don't like to call movies out or get too personal. I think all art is subjective, blah, blah, blah. But the people who made this movie know this is a bad movie. Now, a little bit later, I am going to be joined by some friends to talk about exactly why this disaster of a movie is so bad. And later, I'm also going to explain why the hell I think this movie even got made to begin with, Sony's big plans for the character, and why this studio has to please, 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 stop doing this before they ruin Marvel movies for good. But first, Here's my take. There were several times during this movie when I kept wondering, are they doing this on purpose? I mean, the people who made this movie, they're not rookies. They understand filmmaking. And yet, I don't even know where to begin, guys. Dakota Johnson delivers every line with the monotone cadence of a high school student forced to recite lines at a church
0: play. It's honestly like the least weird thing that's happened all day.
1: Like, especially in the film's last five minutes when she becomes the Madam Web from the comics. It's hilariously terrible. Dakota Johnson is the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffiths, and she is so checked out during this movie that the only people who can enjoy her performance would be faking it, like Charles Foster Kane clapping for his wife in the opera house. Like, there is a certain joy also to being in a bad movie. Like, Adam Scott manages to sell every scene and bring a bit of gravitas and humor to his Uncle Ben, whereas Johnson desperately does not want to be here. And you also get that feeling from her press tour.
0: Kind of like if AI generated your boyfriend's perfect movie.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if her reps told her, hey, you're gonna do a Marvel, you're gonna shoot for four weeks, and it's gonna be like money. And she said, oh yes, Marvel, that's a big name. Not realizing there's a difference between Sony Marvel and MCU Marvel. There's a difference? Yeah, there's a, d- d- what do you mean there's a difference? <laughs> oh, you, you got me, you got me, high five. <laughs> So I wanna take a second to thank the sponsor of this video, BetterHelp. You know, Madam Web released on Valentine's Day, a day that we normally celebrate special relationships with our loved ones. But I suspect a lot of couples almost broke up after they went to go see this terrible movie. But the thing is, guys, a relationship doesn't have to be easy to be right. Some couples just need to work through their problems and therapy can help you work through the challenges that you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, your work, your significant other, or anyone. Like, I've had times in my life when I was super depressed all the time. And I'm here to tell you that if you're hurting or anxious, therapy can help. Therapy can also help you to learn positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and how to live an all-around happier life. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, very convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a short questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash screencrush today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash screencrush. Now back to Madam Web. The movie also stars rising stars Sidney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, and Celeste O'Connor as three teenagers destined to one day become Spider-Women. Now, we see them as superheroes in the trailers, but it's really just about 40 seconds in the actual movie. Wait, why would they do that instead of just making a Spider-Woman movie? I don't know. Actually, I do know. Spider-Woman is a great character in the comics, and the studio execs who ordered this movie clearly never read a comic book in their life. It feels like they watched a couple Spider-Man movies and said, okay, cool, get it, just like make Peter Parker a baby and then the nerds will love it. Now, in all fairness, the director, S.J. Clarkson, has directed some great episodes of TV, although this is her first feature film. and boy does that inexperience show actors get no business to do the cinematography is dull and flat and there is like no zeal or creative voice to this film we spend 30 minutes plotting through cassie's origin story including this awesome line read from the trailer
0: he was in the amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died
1: and then the movie gets its first really good sequence the train premonitions that we saw in the trailer Now, like, a good movie with artistic vision would have just lopped off that whole first 30 minutes and began with this scene to throw us into the action and make us ask questions. But this movie, instead, over-explains everything as it goes along. Characters just narrate their thoughts to a cat to a TV, to an empty room. And Tahar Raheem's Ezekiel Sims is easily the most hilarious comic book villain I have ever seen and not in an on-purpose way. A huge chunk of his lines are ADR, additional dialogue recording, meaning they were recorded like after they shot the film. Now, normally you can't tell when a line is ADR because the sound mixer will blend in the new track with room tone. But in this movie, it is like so obvious every time he has a line dubbed in. His lips don't even match the words half the time like an old Flintstones cartoon. And his cadence is so strange reminded me of this. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Now, I should note that Raheem is French, and maybe this accounts for his strange cadence or even why they had to ADR so many of his lines. I'm sure he's a wonderful actor but boy, not in this movie. Oh, and there is a scene like in the beginning where spider people in the Amazon run through the woods and it looks just like the running effects in Twilight. In fact, every scene in the Amazon feels like an SNL sketch. It's shot with flat TV lighting on an unconvincing set, just like the whole rest of the movie. And the editing is loaded with blur fade transitions, which feel like they're in there just to pad the runtime. What's a blur fade transition? This. Oh, gotcha, cool. The movie is set in 2003, and it feels like it was made in 2003. The CGI is ugly, and there is a fundamental misunderstanding of what makes superhero movies work. Like, I expected this kind of movie from the 2000s, but after the MCU has given us nearly 20 years of great adaptations, this film's kind of insulting. So later I'm going to talk about how the hell this movie actually got made, but first, Matt Singer, what did you make of Madame Web?
2: It wasn't a good movie, Ryan! It was bad! It was really bad! It's a bad movie. Uh, it's a it's a it's a total mess. Um, I I uh, I was hoping I would I would you know look I, uh, the trailer and you read a, a few things you hope it's going to at least be kind of fun and um, there's a few a few exceptions there was a few moments I laughed. It, it at times is just so you know it's just it, it approaches that territory of, of being so bad it's good. Um, but a lot of it I just found very depressing and, and boring and uh, the the the, you know I saw it I paid it I bought a ticket I went to see it in a theater the first showing um, yesterday and you know there was maybe 20-25 people in the theater in a big theater and you know I would occasionally chuckle and laugh and otherwise it was the silence that enveloped that room while this film played I I, I told you it was like Monk's spend their entire lifetimes trying to achieve the inner quiet that I experienced in that room it was <laughs> it was truly i've never seen a film play worse in, in a theater wow. than than and this
1: is a guy who's seen I've thousands seen some of bad movies, movies in a theater like, i don't, well but i mean it's,
2: again like at least sometimes when a movie is 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 really bad you'll hear people kind of enjoying the experience of just how bad it is this it was like you could hear a pin You could have heard a a spider drop a pin onto a web uh, while they were researching it in the Amazon. That is how quiet it was at this (laughs) theater. So, Matt
1: Matt Singer, editor-in-chief, ScreenCrush.com. Thanks for that hot take. So, Harriet Lingle Enright, you are our production manager, or lead editor. Uh, You're you're the person who's always behind the scenes, one of the people who's responsible for making our videos look great. And you, you and I went to go see Madam Webb together in a Sony screening room, and Matt said it borders on so bad it's good. You and I actually kind of genuinely laughed at the movie a few times. Did you think this movie was so bad it's good in
0: places? In places? Absolutely. I mean, in our theater, like there were a good number of lines that had the entire crowd like roaring with laughter. Um, at certain lines or cuts, never with the movie, don't get me wrong. Um, oh, no,
1: no, 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 never <laughs> intentionally. I don't think the movie ever actually tries to make a joke.
0: Mm-mm,
2: There's never... one.
1: There's one oh, intentional yeah. joke.
2: When she tries to <laughs> climb a wall because she thinks she might have spider <laughs> Oh,
1: god, that was bad. It that's has something an, to but do that's with that's Spider-Man. An that is movie.
2: an attempt at a joke. That's one. True. There is one. True. I
1: forgot. I blocked that out. Oh, my yeah. god, that was so bad. Uh, Colton, yeah. how about you? What? Oh, sorry, Harry, continue on.
0: Oh, no, I, I do think it dips into boring like about 75% of the way through it, um, but it, I it comes back to hilarious in the last 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> there was one smash cut in this movie. Uh, spoiler for this masterpiece <laughs> of a film. There was one smash cut where she like is told, I have to go to Peru, and then it cuts to her, dropping me the teenagers off at Adam Scott's house. And it's like... She already left the kids alone in the woods, or should I say a set that looks like the woods for three hours, <laughs> like just unprotected with no food or water, and hey, go pee in the, in the trees, kids. <laughs> and then she leaves to go to Peru, a set that looks like Peru. I, I kept thinking Colton all the way through this, Colton Ogburn, who, by the way, is the guy who's trapped eternally in our television but doesn't know, so please don't tell him. Colton, I kept thinking all through the movie, was this on purpose? Like, I get, like... Competent people who make a living in Hollywood put this film together. What were you? What? What? Were you? What was your? What? How? What you're missing is
3: she left them with Spider Man's uncle. So that's why it works. I mean, it has something to do with Spider Man.
1: Oh, you're right. So,
3: look, I I went into this movie. Wait, who was
1: he? He was what? Who was he? What? That's right. Adam Scott was the Uncle Ben. And there's this line. I can't believe I'm just now thinking of this, guys. There was this line where Ben says, or had said to Cassie, and she repeats it, he likes being an uncle. No, I remember it's one of the kids says, Ben says he likes being uncle because it's all the fun and none of the responsibility. And then Cassie has this sly smile on her face where she says, that's what he thinks because she knows her best friend's gonna be murdered in the future. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, I didn't get that funny gag before. That's fantastic. It's so good. Oh, But in all, uh, what do you, guys, okay. Sony Sony wants to make spider movies, I guess. Not Spider-Man movies, but spider movies, any which way they can. Later on, I'm going to talk about why I think that they did Madame Web instead of Spider-Woman. But what, you know, this is supposed to be Sony's year. They got three of their spider-adjacent films this year. Marvel Cinematic Universe only has one and they just start off with this, what were they thinking? Matt, what were they trying to get going here, you think?
2: Boy, that's a good question. I don't know. And I was thinking about this, you know, even, I didn't even think of this while I was writing my review, I thought of this afterwards. It's like, has there ever even been a Madam Web comic book? Like, I guess maybe there might've been like a one shot somewhere here or there. There certainly has never Mm -hmm. been like an ongoing Madam Web comic. So you have a character here who's never supported her own comic book, and they gave her her own movie, and uh, that's like unbelievable. Like, why? Why would you do that? I, I really don't. I really don't have an answer for that. And I think the movie itself, um, it shows that they didn't have an answer for that because they they threw so many things in here. I mean, this is a Madam Web that doesn't. Uh, look like Madame Web, act like Madam Web. They threw in these other spider women uh, characters to kind of zhuzh it up and uh, give you a little bit of a flavor of, you know, spider heroes. They made the villain, who is actually a really interesting character in the comics, who's not a villain. Very much uh, so.
1: Very much so. Yeah, they the fin, made,
2: yeah. but but they gave him this ridiculous, vaguely Spider-Man-ish costume. So that, again, Mm -hmm. there's, like, sort of a Spider-Man, like, they're just desperately trying to make a Spider-Man movie out of this material where it doesn't really make a ton of sense. Because it is a prequel, and the character is, you know, in the comics, by her very nature, is totally inactive. And, you know, they're like, "How, how do we make an action movie out of this? And I don't think they ever found a satisfying answer. But as to why, I guess they felt like maybe they could use this character... Elsewhere, if they set her up this way, well, I, I mean, I guess you could have used mm-hmm. her without this movie. And I, I, I feel like they've now made the the character so radioactive—no pun intended—that we'll never see her again. But maybe that's what they were thinking. Right.
1: I yeah, I got my own theories. I'll talk about later on. Um, I, I do want to just not beat up on it the entire time. I do want to. I flagged earlier. I talked about Adam Scott, very good in this role, as good as you can be in this movie. I love watching a good actor in a bad movie. And Harriet, you know, afterwards, you and I, like, we genuinely enjoyed laughing at this movie. It's like Garth Moringi's Dark Place, but not on purpose. Is there a circumstance when you would see yourself saying to someone, a loved one, hey, I got an idea. I got a movie for us to watch.
0: I mean, I've already said that to <laughs> many people. <laughs> I uh, I came back and I, I texted my friends. I was like, you know, uh, I just saw Madame Web. It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. We are watching it next weekend. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm actually very excited to watch it again, <laughs> uh, to inflict it on others. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think there... The the thing the only thing that makes me sort of sad about it is that I felt like about the time I started to get bored, I also saw like the ghost of the movie that it could have been if it was good. Oh
1: right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and what was I that was, movie like?
0: Uh, I mean I I do like the inherent premise of like an older sister aunt character and like these three young superheroines. I'm I'm into that and as an as an idea Um, especially if like you know maybe she doesn't even have to be a character from the comics she could be an original character like that would be fine with me because she might as well be an original character anyway Um, Mm -hmm. so if this movie had been at all well written or competent I actually would have been kind of excited about it but as it stands at least it's enjoyable in a different way
1: (laughs) it's so crazy to think too you know Sydney Sweeney star is was way on the rise you know and she's somebody who can really kind of, she's getting to a point where she can have her pick of roles. And she probably would have been cast, like, had this movie been cast now, as Spider-Woman. Like, people would have been, like, really courting her to be in a major superhero blockbuster. And sometimes it's like Jared Harris and Morpheus. You're like, what? Somebody that good played that role in that movie? I do wonder, though, Colton, um, with Sony, right? And we're looking at their plan like the closest indication we have of their plans is the is that awesome morbius post credit scene you know the one <sighs> looking at that what what do you think they wanted to do with madam web and the spider women and and whatever the craven and venom and and the sinister six where, they had to have had something in mind for the franchise, or else I can't see why this movie would get made. It's like the mummy of the dark universe or whatever the hell they're doing. What are your thoughts? You got any theories? Uh, I'm,
3: I'm genuinely curious if Sony and like the Sony Pictures and like the filmmakers making these movies, it, it's like they don't know that, and it's obvious that in their contract with Marvel Studios, that they can't, you know, just use Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yet for some reason, they just keep throwing these Spider Man references into the movie. You know, they wanted Spider Man to be in Venom, and those, you know, there were the reports that Marvel Studios was like, no, that violates the contract. You can't just use him willy nilly. Hmm. It's almost like every movie they make, they then have to remake it in the edit and like put in like awful ADR and stuff just to rework the movie to not include, you know, not have like a major Spider Man connection. There were reports that this movie, once had a major Spider-Man connection. I think Harriet is oh. spot on
1: that yeah. there is a ghost
3: was, of this movie.
1: <laughs> was there Andrew Garfield? Was that what the rumor was that he was going to be involved, or his character, his version was involved somehow? The original or
3: universe. The original reports for what this movie was going to be about was it was going to be like a Terminator type thing. There was a villain traveling into the past to. Uh, kill spider-man's mother so spider-man was never born i I liked that that sounded way cooler this was awful and it it would have been so much better to get back to your question of what is sony doing i think sony they have to let go of spider-man i know they own the movie rights but they made the decision to put him into the mcu that they have to accept the fact and read their legal paperwork that they can't just there's no reason to keep teasing spider-man when you know you can't Actually, use it. Why aren't they like capitalizing on the fact that they have a beloved character in Venom? Venom is a very, Mm -hmm. you know, beloved comic book character. Uh, You know, you can say what you want about his movies, but I think people have a fun time with the movie version of Venom they created. Why aren't they making him the center point of their movies? And instead of just Hunt Venom, yeah, Hunt Venom, have Madame Web instead of being over a web, and you can't even include friggin' Spider Man. Have it be the, the hive mind thing that Madame, or that uh, Venom talked about in Venom Let There Be Carnage. Have her be like, have a symbiote suit and stuff. But go all in on what you can actually do instead of just these vague, you know, I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. That's their entire thing. That is their entire um, like idea for their Sony Spider-Man verse. Is it has something to do with Spider-Man, but he's not actually there. And when, that- when your biggest draw is not there... It's not gonna work. You've got to, they, they've gotta shift if they're gonna make this work. And I, I really think it's too late. I think Craven's the last Sony Spider movie.
1: Well, Venom's coming out after that, I think. But uh, Matt, you know, you're the author Maybe. of Spider-Man from Amazing to Spectacular. You know Spider-Man in and out better than than I ever could. I, and you also know Hollywood really well. I would love to see Sony do what Colton's saying and relent, but I would, I've never seen a situation where a corporation gave up money or potential money because it was the right thing to do. I think they would sooner just yank Tom Holland back from Marvel and just do their own thing. Maybe there's a circumstance, though, where they would have so many spider-related bombs in a row that they would go, look, we're poisoning our brand, and we, we could maybe get some money out of this. We could sell the rights back to Marvel for... $5, ten billion dollars, you know, which long term would be a good investment for Disney. Is there any circumstance you see here where Sony relents or what do you think they would do in the future here?
2: Well, what you're describing seems much more plausible to me that, than, than them just going, actually, we're bad at making these. We're going to stop. Like, there's no <laughs> universe where that happens. But yeah, yeah, I could potentially see them maybe selling it back, I guess, at a certain point. Um, that seems it seems more plausible anyway. I mean, the funny thing here is I do agree that they're doing a lot of damage to this uh, brand. The ironic thing is they're doing no damage to their own brand. They're doing damage to Marvel's brand because all of these movies are Marvel movies. And they say Marvel in front of them. And I don't think, a, you know, I think there's a lot of people, certainly no one on this uh, Zoom discussion. But I think most people out there, they don't pay that much attention. And they probably think this is a... A Marvel movie. It has Marvel's old logo in front of it, anyway. I was texting with someone um, yesterday who hasn't seen it, who's you know who's in who, who's actually a writer, but doesn't you know doesn't uh, doesn't follow these things that closely. And they were like, "Boy, Marvel's got another flop on their hands." And I, I think
1: Morbius did the same. Yeah,
2: yeah. and I certainly wasn't going to be like, "Actually, this is a Sony movie. They just <laughs> own the license to much. Like I wasn't like, and I don't think that that's that uncommon. So the funny thing is, they could botch all of these, and the person that they're hurting is Marvel. Like, wouldn't you just love to, like, sit next to Kevin Feige while he watches this movie? Just to watch him? Wouldn't it be way more entertaining than actually watching Madame Web? I feel like that would be incredible, actually, just to watch, like, I don't know. I don't know how he would react. I don't think it would be very positive, though. But that
1: would be amazing.
2: I, it would be incredible. It would be amazing and spectacular. So, yeah, I, do do I see them giving up this license? No. Do But I do think we probably will reach a point where they stop trying to turn the Madam Webbs and the Cravens and the Morbiuses mm-hmm. of the world into their own franchise. Because clearly that is not working. I guess it worked with Venom, but... It, In in these other instances, it has backfired spectacularly.
1: I mean, Venom already had a solo title and a video game and a following, and then, you know, a a fandom, and people were buying the merch. That's different. That would be like, You know, the Punisher is owned by Marvel, but he started off in a Spider-Man comic. It'd be like saying that Punisher was a spinoff. No, Punisher's been his own thing for years. I don't, I mean, like maybe Black Cat. Black Cat's a pretty cool character who's been around for a while and has had her own solo books, but not not a long-running one, you know? It it would be like if Warner Brothers had the rights to Superboy instead of Superman. It, it, It doesn't really work doing it that way. So thank all you guys for joining us, and you can find all of everybody's social links below. So my main thought all the way through this movie was how in the hell did this thing get made? To quote my friend Captain Midnight, nobody ever watched a Spider-Man movie and said, hey, you know what? This movie would be great if only pesky Spider-Man wasn't in it. I wanna learn more about Kraven or Madam Web. So I'm not gonna rehash the whole Sony Marvel history here, but you guys know that Sony has the film rights to Spider-Man and spider-adjacent characters. And since 2012, Sony's tried to cram their own cinematic universe down our throats. It's what gave us great cinema like this.
0: But I think a bunch of guys like us should team up could do some good. Intriguing.
1: But of all the Spider characters to adapt, why Madame Web? Why not just do Spider-Woman? Because Madame Web is connected to the multiverse. She's a character who they probably wanted to bring together different Spider characters from different universes into one movie. Like, there have been rumors that Sony and Marvel are disagreeing about the direction of Spider-Man 4. Marvel wants a street-level movie where he fights the Kingpin alongside Daredevil, which I think I can safely say all of us fans actually want. But Sony wants another big multiversal crossover like No Way Home because they smell the money. And this is because Sony doesn't care about story or character, they care about money. They want to strip the meat off the carcass of this IP and slap the word Marvel onto mediocrity, hoping that we bite into the shit universe like a low-grade hot dog filled with rat droppings and newspapers. The movie was written by the writing team of Sazama and Sharpless. Now, their resume is filled only with box office and critical bombs like Dracula Untold, the last... Witch, Hunter, Gods of Egypt, Power Rangers, and Morbius. Now, in all fairness, Dracula Untold and Power Rangers weren't the worst, but they did bomb at the box office. So, how do people like this continue to fail up? I suspect that the studios love these guys because they do what they're told. After all, Dracula Untold was rewritten at the last minute to accommodate Universal's dark universe changes. Like, I don't know. I'm sure they're nice people who can write a better movie than I ever could, but the studios keep interfering with the creative vision and ruining good films. But in this case, I think this is a movie that was entirely dreamed up by a studio. They so obviously combed through their IP and said, oh, do one about a woman, Valentine's Day, we can't lose. Like. Look guys, we can criticize the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a lot of things. Uniform product, over-noting, changing their minds at the last minute, overworking VFX artists. But at least Marvel Studios actually cares if their movies are good. They care about the fans. The people who made this movie seem to only care about a paycheck. And here's the thing. I actually think a Spider-Man centric cinematic universe could work. But Sony, if you're going to do it, then just do it. Don't share the character with the MCU and actually play Spider-Man in these movies. Don't show him in the trailers as graffiti or as a baby. Just Just show us Spider-Man. Please, I'm begging you. So guys, big shout out to our guests for this video. You can find all their links down in the socials below. And tell me what you thought of Madame Webb down in the comments or at me on Twitter. And if it's your first time here, please subscribe and smash that bell for alerts. For Screen Crush, I'm Ryan Airy.